Hello. Hi. How's it You're going? Here. I'm it's here. going really well. I'm so glad. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Okay. How about you? You're perfect. Okay, so awesome. Clear. Yay. Yeah. I'm so excited. I know me too. You're you're actually officially my first guest. Do you know that? No way. <laughs> yes way. Guest of honor. That makes me <laughs> so happy. This was me definitely too. on my list of goals this year. So thank Aww, you. That's wonderful. Yeah, I didn't even know it was on my list of goals, but I think my my subconscious had other plans. And so here we are and I love it. So um we met just to get everybody familiar with how I know you, you are one of like the best finds that came from doing this podcast because I just did it thinking I was like one of maybe two or three other people that I knew that had vertigo. And so Mm -hmm. I put it up on Facebook and so many people have popped up that even had it while we knew each other and just never talked about it. Mm -hmm. And you are one of those people from my past. Um, and we met working for an integrative, um, like holistic acupuncture practice with Dr. Heidi Cow. Exactly. Right? Yes. Yeah. So um, you were already like interested in healing arts and holistic medicine. And um, I'm also going to warn you that I have a really loud street, but I'm in a spot where I get the best reception. So you might hear some cars. <laughs> Same here. Let me know. Okay, cool. Bay Area <laughs> life, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, so you were already kind of, this was what, five years ago? Is that right? Five years? I think it was longer than that. Uh, was it 2015? Mm. 2014? Something like that. 2014 or 15. Yes. Because I, I think... finished. You know, yeah. it feels like so long ago to me. And <laughs> that's why I'm so curious Mm-hmm. to kind of look back on what I was doing when we first met and then see how it circles back to what I'm still doing now. Right? Because like you are just kind of living your path in the like a constantly new present moment. And yes. it's really cool and fun to have these little time capsule people where you're like, wait, what? Five years? It was only five years? Because <laughs> I'm surprised it was only five years too. It feels like a lifetime ago. I think COVID has something to do with that. But um, <laughs> even even you know, COVID notwithstanding, it does feel like it was a different lifetime. It does. And, you know, popular topics were different than, honestly, I don't think that acupuncture had a huge voice then either. Mm -hmm. And acupuncture and the benefits of it is one of those things where you just don't know until you try it. And vertigo is another one of those things where you just Mm -hmm. don't know what it's like until you have it. Absolutely. And both another um, commonality is that people will hear a quick bit about it or people think that they know what it is. (laughs) Like both these things, I thought I knew what they were. I thought, oh, acupuncture and Chinese medicine, that's something, I don't know, needles. And I thought, (laughs) oh, vertigo, that's, I don't know, dizzy you know mm-hmm. and like these kind of cultural shorthands that we have for everything because we like to think about things so quickly and we think we know everything right <laughs> like, both are like so much richer their own little worlds um that now I know intimately both. yes yes they are yeah. and and my instance of vertigo the first time it ever happened it was an event I was actually going to Stinson Beach with an old friend of mine and I was in the passenger seat and Mm -hmm. 
it had the windiest roads this journey to Stinson Beach as anyone in this mm. area knows yeah and I just arrived at the beach and I was so nauseous it was mm-hmm. really intense yeah. the drive back was just as bad mm. and it was interesting because you think okay I'm feeling really bad but it'll pass and I'll get over it but I almost I just never got over it and yeah. it for the rest of that week I was going to work and at the time I was actually working as a jam maker so I was <laughs> stirring these huge no. pots of jam all Kim, day no, no, yes no, no. and just imagine hovering over a huge pot I of jam I can't was it hot it too when you're stirring circles it? yes it's hot you're stirring in circles there's steam in your face oh. and you're watching this jam spin around and around and around no and no no I was just imagining it makes me feel like wool <laughs> and I had to tell my boss I'm not okay right now yeah I feel really dizzy and nauseous and mm-hmm. I know this sounds crazy but I think it's because of a road a mini road trip I went on the other day mm-hmm. yeah and so it's hard because when you're at work and you say something like that, it, my yeah. mind, in my little me, in my mind thinks, oh, yeah. God, no one's going to believe me. You totally. know? Yes, yeah. absolutely. I have to – okay, how old were you when this happened? I was maybe 25. Oh, my God. So we were both really – we are in our early to mid-20s when it happened, which is another factor, I think, in being like, I can't possibly talk about this or say this, right? Because it can't be real. I'm too young for it to be happening. So, and it's not like a thing that anyone else can see from the outside. So it's really, yeah, makes it harder to, exactly. um, Did you, did you feel like the world was spinning or did you feel like you were moving? Ooh, that's a really deep question for us vertigo (laughs) people. So I felt like I was moving. Okay. I often feel like I'm the one who is moving unintentionally actually Mm -hmm. and I feel this on very many a very many kind of moment basis on a regular basis yeah and like sometimes I'll just feel like I took an extra step when Mm -hmm. I really didn't if that makes any sense no that makes total sense or like Mm -hmm. I swayed forward when I didn't exactly mm -hmm. I know it's so creepy um (laughs) so so did you have like any episodes after that? Did it take a long time to calm down? Like, how did you get yourself through it? It took a while. I honestly had to talk to my doctor about it. Mm -hmm. And she recommended doing, you know, the movements where you lie on your back, and then you change 45 degrees, and you kind of just try to balance out your inner Mm -hmm. ear and what's going on in there. And so I did that every single morning for a month probably. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I made it a regular practice every single morning. Yeah. I did this. It was like so physical therapy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're so good because I saw like pictures of that online. What's it called? I, I can never remember the name of it. And I, I promised know. myself that I would have it. For the, I was like, that's ridiculous that I don't know that. But know. it's so, so outside of my world. And I just can't remember the name of it it's like a, there's a curse on it or something I know I don't remember the name but of it either it it helped it definitely really helped. did it. Okay. it it did but you have to kind of stick with it for sure and mm. and that is 
at the worst point when I was doing it every single day, that practice of trying to balance out my inner ears. But to this Mm -hmm. day, you know, I said I was 25 when I first experienced it and I'm 31 now. And to this day, Mm -hmm. as I told you before, I'm the worst co-pilot in the car because (laughs) if I even glance at my cell phone in a moving vehicle, I'm done for the rest of the day. And I mean, that's an incredible thing to be living with. Like most people will just get rides without a right. second thought. But, oh, like, I'm, I'm it so does shape jealous your life. Everyone. It shapes your little... Yeah, me too. I'm so jealous too. I'm like, oh, um, you get to ride BART and be on public transit and just yeah. be on your phone. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> BART's coming to San Jose too. Did you hear? I did. Mm, so yeah. I can come visit you. No problem. Yeah, yeah. You just got to like not get vertigo exactly <laughs> right have to find a cure before you get on part right <laughs> I mean there's definitely little things in my life that I don't do anymore that yeah. I miss like roller coasters mm-hmm. totally ferris wheels yeah like I said being on the phone in a moving vehicle <laughs> yeah and certain dances and dancing like I used to absolutely love to dance. and whipping my hair back and forth was a staple move mm-hmm. and um I can't even <laughs> look at people doing that now I was like I was watching tv with my mom one day and she loves to watch the world of dance or something and we were both yes she I love it too. that we were both show like, it's, it's really fun even joke but we were both watching it and going like oh like we like it was hard right. to watch because we both get it. And we both have yes. had it really bad the last couple of weeks. Yes, um, um, I also experienced it. I was doing aerial pole dancing for a little bit before oh, COVID, so and yeah. there are certain things I can do no problem. But other moves, there's no mm-hmm. way. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting too how these little like lulls where it goes because like okay, so mid twenties it happens to me. I didn't get anything else until. Uh, what two years ago I think mm-hmm. when I had my next one <clears throat> and I really forgot I had it I just forget and then I don't know if it's like the mm-hmm. body just really not wanting to have to think about it because it takes such a toll on you but mm-hmm. like I had total vertigo amnesia for like you know 10-15 years <laughs> right like, nah. and uh and now it's like it's a whole different life that I envision when I think about my future especially when it's really active yeah I'm so careful even in my imaginings of my life I'm right. so careful I'm like right. oh I'm never gonna go on a zipline again I saw a zipline mm. the other day on tv I was like oh yeah I should have crammed more into my like into my healthy time <laughs> I, I completely understand I was actually going to talk about this with you I have mm-hmm. thoughts about having children and not being able uh, to play with them in certain ways which makes me kind yeah. of sad yeah I hadn't even thought about that and I love to hear your mom has vertigo as well so you get to bond over that <laughs> we do you know it tore us apart for a little while oh. <laughs> because I think when she first started getting her spells really badly I was still in that um blissful phase of just remission and not having to think about it Mm. and what I knew of it was like so different from my 20s I just the world felt it was spinning but I didn't like throw up or get the like um sweats that we get now or Mm -hmm. just like like the really intense full-on spell that she Mm -hmm. was getting and I thought oh she's just not taking care of herself Mm. right and like it's not really that bad like I I didn't think the words you know I see but I 
I felt the reaction to that assumption. And I, I don't right. think that I was as compassionate as I could have been. Right. And so, mm-hmm. and so at first it was like kind of a thing and I'd have to go take care of her. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, oh, my life, I have so much to do, you know, and um I was being kind of a jerk, really. Now, in retrospect, I know that. At the time, I just thought I was having really good boundaries. And I was like, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever. Like, um, well, that's early 20s like, for you. Psychology it? talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, girl, this was like mid-30s. I was being terrible. <laughs> but but I, when I had my first big, big, big time, I was at work when it happened. I was oh. 38. I was like, I had just seen a client, um, like a therapy client. And he was... I realize now there's a really strong tie in between stress and mm-hmm. getting these things, but mm-hmm. he was a really particularly tough case. And um, I think I must've just been anxious about it. Hadn't slept enough, whatever. And I was walking him out and on my walk back, I could not, I was like, Whoa, it was like the thing was turning me to the right. Mm. And I was like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. And I made it to my office just in time, sat down and I threw up in my mm. trash can in my office at work in a courthouse wow and it was yeah and it was really intense my roommate had to come get me I had a roommate at the time and it was just devastating like it was so painful I remember how much it hurt mm-hmm. and I, I wasn't well for like a good week after and I called my mom like the day after and I just was like mom I am so sorry I did not know wow and now it's like yeah now we're like you know sisters in the fight like we share mm-hmm. diet tips mm-hmm. we share like all the. she taught me so much of what she had learned just from trial and error um yes yes it's crazy how rich. much your stress and overall health really affects vertigo as well there are definitely days where I'm overworked or have mm-hmm. under eaten and I'll stand up too fast and yep it's just a little too much yep <laughs> yeah it's so it's so crazy that standing up sometimes is like dangerous. Absolutely. Or I'll forget for a second. I'll turn my head because my phone pings or something. I'm like, oh no 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 no! You forgot that you have special exactly conditions. exactly. Even getting out of bed. <laughs> yes. Talk about getting yes. up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> yes. I get up. <laughs> I get up so 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 slowly. Me too. It's like it's it's very very um. You know what it's. It gives me a good sense of humility and that's fine. Right. But um but I do want to talk to you about what you find yourself doing these days because it's super needed and interesting. So Oh, thank um, you. And awesome for Vertigo. So tell us what you're doing. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am now a health coach, which has been such an amazing new venture in my life. And mm-hmm. I originally started out specifically being a keto health coach. And mm-hmm. Throughout the process of coaching clients on following a very particular food program or nutrition lifestyle, I realized that it doesn't matter what diet you're on or what nutrition changes you're making, Mm -hmm. everyone in order to achieve these health goals needs to know how to prepare food for themselves. Totally. I'm not asking the world to become master chefs by any means, mm-hmm. but I do I do want every single person I work with to feel inspired and creative and grateful mm-hmm. for every single meal that they make for themselves. Yeah. 
eating and meal preparing is such a lost art. Yes. Like all the artfulness is kind of gone, which I get because modern lifestyle, um, at least up until, I don't know what it's going to look like next, but (laughs) as we've known it, it has been so fast and furious and like being productive is, um, is like the end all and the be all. Right. And it seems like eating became this thing that you get, you just got to get it over with and get it done as quickly as possible yes. because it's in the way of your real work in the world. Yes. Supposedly. Especially in America. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so now that everyone is at home, people are either in cooking ruts or they're experiencing mm-hmm. all these amazing new recipes that they've never tried before. And yeah. I grew up in a huge family that loved to cook all day every day so it just took me becoming a health coach to realize there are people millions of people in the world who don't know the first thing about cooking and or how to even stock their kitchen exactly that's the thing is it doesn't (laughs) even start with the grocery store I realized there are so many steps that lead to someone feeling like I'm going to go to the grocery store and buy these specific ingredients to cook the specific Mm -hmm. meal. There are so many things that have to happen Mm -hmm. before that even occurs. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. that's why I started a new online group coaching course called Command Your Kitchen. And there you go. This course is all about gaining confidence in the kitchen because like I said, there's a huge mental shift and desire that has to happen before you even think I'm going to cook for myself. Yeah. Yeah. I know there has to be internal changes for sure. I just think about all the years I've spent trying to do that for myself and like trying to research things or, um, whatever and how none of them have ever really taken, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, I think the closest they came to like getting in good, like having just a good relationship and feeling It's cool that you call it commanding because I really don't feel like I have control over like my kitchen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like it's it. I'm at its mercy, you know? Yes. I think the closest I came to feeling that way was I had a friend at work who shout out Jennifer, if you're listening to this, Mm -hmm. she gave me um, a tip about an app for like meals, like, uh, excuse me, recipes. Mm -hmm. And you could like plan the recipes by the day and you could like make a shopping list on it and it would like, keep track of what you already had in your kitchen it was awesome loved it got on that horse and rode it for like three weeks Mm -hmm. and then just the the will went away again I fell off like once like I didn't grocery shop for that week or I'd let some something I'd bought go bad in my fridge and then I felt really guilty about Mm -hmm. that and then I just wanted to eat out and I was like oh I'm sick of this dishes all the time like (laughs) so I wonder like how do you start with somebody do you like assess what it is about them in particular that's blocking or is there a a more general starting point like yes how do you do that people yes what I require of anyone that I work with before we even begin coaching together is I need to know that you're desiring and even needing to make changes Mm -hmm. for yourself for the better So unless there's that pain point, unless this, unless you mm. really feel like if I don't change this part of my life, I'm not living life correctly, Yeah. then the changes aren't going to happen, right? You have to come to mm-hmm. this state of vulnerability and acceptance about 
what your skills are in the moment and where you're at and what you need to learn. And so there has to be that willingness there. There has to be the desire to change and a readiness as well. You know, everyone that Mm -hmm. I work with is excited to become excited about cooking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The want to want. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And so if you don't have any specific goals for yourself, if you're not on any specific, um, food plan or a diet and it's pretty open Mm -hmm. then we can start anywhere but for the most part people do have very specific goals um which is why it's so important for anyone to kind of define how they want to feel and not just how Mm -hmm. they want to look right or like not just what they want not to be anymore but what they want to be exactly positively exactly and when you start cooking for yourself I believe that's when people truly realize that what they're feeding themselves is affecting everything Mm -hmm. else all day every day word I can tell you that I think my pain point which I really liked I was like oh yeah pain point that speaks to me Mm -hmm. and I think mine has been just like the fact that this thing, because I, I, I'm now back in the midst of my vertigo, it's off and on mm. all day for the last week and a half. And I'm like, um, realizing that what I eat has often an immediate effect on the vertigo and just how I feel mm-hmm. overall. And like, I think that illusion of like, I can have whatever I want and I eat and drink things based on what I want, not what my body needs. I think I've outlived the, the capability to keep doing that. Like right. if I have a cup of coffee, I get vertigo. Mm-hmm. I can't pretend that it's not true anymore. Like foods that affect like, um, like cellular energy mm-hmm. generation and like support vascular health those things like loaded with like magnesium and calcium um like mineral rich and element rich foods mm-hmm. um do so well for me sometimes I just fistfuls of spinach in my face <laughs> if I feel it coming on and I'm telling you it will like like turn that car around wow fast faster than any supplements I've taken faster than um any painkillers uh so you know seeing the power of it like that and being like oh that's undeniable mm-hmm. I think is my pain point and I wonder if um I I wonder like how many people realize how strong a tie there is you know to like chronic illness absolutely inflammation yes and that's probably what gets them to you and that's the beauty of of learning which foods work for you is because then you're Mm -hmm. not just treating the pain you're avoiding it and you're you're making it so that it's less likely to even occur once you start changing small habits in your life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then not forgetting. <laughs> like once you're good, yes. don't forget what got you, you good. Know, and that what you're doing is keeping you good. That's exactly how I feel about anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the same exact way about anxiety. I feel There you. is uh-huh. for sure food will affect my anxiety. No doubt, mm-hmm. especially caffeine especially alcohol and I know people don't want to hear this but alcohol completely Mm -hmm. completely affects vertigo anxiety your skin Mm -hmm. your overall Mm -hmm. health your sleep yes your your mental health (laughs) your hair your yes your all of it right agree and hate to agree but (laughs) agree um 
I, I feel like I can't even, I can't pretend with alcohol anymore either. And you know, when this thing first happened and I was home a lot and I know I read, I read multiple places that alcohol sales like spiked yes. in our country. Yes. People were just like, well, and it became this like hilarious joke. Right. And I used to joke that White Claw was the drink of COVID-19 because it was <laughs> it like is. everywhere. It's, it's all so everybody is. talked about. <laughs> I know. And it's, yeah. And, um, I just, I saw a difference because I was, I was going for it. It was another thing where I was like, I'm a, this is, I'm participating in some like collective sense of mm. what it is to be normal. And isn't it funny? And no, I felt terrible and I wasn't sleeping and my insides felt like the Sahara. Like I felt like a desert inside and I was so uncomfortable. And I think that's part of how I got to this big vertigo picture, a couple, you know, months later, but um, yeah. You're right. <laughs> I know. It's unfortunate. So. You know, I, I completely will still enjoy some wine during the holidays and a little summer mm-hmm. spritzer. But I like you that. said, you can't ignore certain things anymore. And that's kind of mm-hmm. it was around the same age when I first experienced vertigo that I was also experiencing a lot of other changes in my body, not only maturing mm-hmm. as a woman, mm-hmm. but also just realizing I've been... I've been on this path of drinking and smoking and eating whatever, and it's just not serving me anymore. Right. And it's not even good anymore. Not even like what it was. I keep thinking too, and I think we even touched on this when we chatted before we um, recorded, we talked about addiction, how much like the addiction model is involved Mm -hmm. in uh, the way that we eat and the way we think about Mm -hmm. food and our body. Mm -hmm. And, um, everything we're talking about I'm like oh yeah all of this like um pain point and like understanding and then maintenance it's like the phases of recovery it's like True. realizing there's a problem mm-hmm. accepting that oh yeah doing the work it takes mm-hmm. right and so having I think a coach or like in my case trying to create this um virtual support mm-hmm. system <laughs> I think I think we're kind of making our our I don't know um, recovery in addiction models yes. and also like celebrating food and what it can be. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Yeah, yes. That. And it's so important to celebrate all the moments, you know, in my coaching, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not here to tell anyone what to eat or how mm-hmm. much to eat. I just want people to feel truly deeply satisfied in their soul and happy with the decisions that they make on a daily yeah. basis. It's it's truly a mental shift that I focus on. And then the yeah. cooking portion of it is where we get to interact and share these experiences with each other in such a Aww. such a large sensory way. You know, cooking just activates yeah. every single sense you could have. So it does. No, I do love to cook when I have the time and like I'm in the right space. I do love to cook and bake. It's so fun. I guess it's just a matter of like not needing it to be contingent on it being the right time or the right space, but being able to like drop in. Yes. And like enjoy it consistently. Absolutely. It's Um, just another level, you know, when you're first, mm -hmm. let's say when you first are moved out of your parents' house, you just kind of realize oh, I don't, I don't know what to eat and I don't know how to make this happen. 
And mm-hmm. there's that weird time where you kind of go a whole day yeah. without eating and then all of a sudden you're starving yeah. and you don't know why. <laughs> totally. Yes, yes, yes. So mm-hmm. it's just blood sugar issues. Yes, exactly. <laughs> which definitely affects yeah. vertigo as well. It's it's learning yeah. how how to take care of yourself as well, which is such a huge, huge component. Yeah. It must be tricky too to be a like nutrition expert and coach for people, kitchen coach, when there are so many fatty diets going around. I keep thinking like I think about being, um, you know, I'm an acupuncturist Mm -hmm. and uh, when I was primarily seeing patients for my career, people were on like so many different diets and felt like they had read an article or two or had a friend that was doing it as well and like really believed in these things they were doing that sometimes were not in their best interest. And it was a lot of competing, like, (laughs) there were a lot of competing voices in the room, you know, when it came to diet and eating. Absolutely. And um, that must be tricky waters to navigate to with people, especially in the days of DoorDash. Oh, yes. There's just a lot to contend with right now. There is. There truly is. And and when I'm at the grocery store, you know, everyone's spending so much time waiting in lines at the grocery store these Mm -hmm. days. I've... And it's so emotional. It is. Oh my goodness. Store. Now it is such harrowing. a harrowing event that people mm-hmm. go through multiple times a week. And now it feels like a terror. It feels vulnerable. Yeah. It's yeah. scary now. And it's mm-hmm. such an odd transition that we have to get through at this point. I know. And the scarcity stuff yes. that's coming up. Like we had issues with scarcity thinking when we were like, when it was just abundance daily, Mm -hmm. you know, more than we knew what to do with. So um, we're not well versed in how to deal with real lack (laughs) of the culture. It's so true. And you can see that in the like hoarding. Yes. The like the tension that happens at the grocery store now. I know. It is um, so strange and people just actively trying to stay apart which is almost impossible at the grocery store right right right. yes it is a very very odd time and that's why I thought let's get this cooking experience Mm -hmm. and passion going through group coaching online oh so it's group it is yes it is yes I thought it has to be a group it has to be a community It has to be people speaking with each other about their experiences, mm-hmm. not just listening to me gab on for an hour and on your computer <laughs> screen, you know? Yes, they're on my podcast. Oh, well, that's the beauty of podcasts is I always, I always yeah. get all the cooking done when I'm listening to podcasts. Oh my God, I do too. And that's my clean my kitchen. Exactly. Actually. I love it. I love it and for it- that. So that's really cool. How how are your how what's the group size like? So I try to keep every coaching group at ten people maximum, and that's okay. why there's kind of these limited spots available. And this specific course, Command Your Kitchen, I do on a monthly basis. So it's mm-hmm. great because in just four weeks, we're getting people comfortable, not just comfortable but confident in the kitchen to the point where, you know, in the Harry Potter movies, when Ron Weasley's mother, her whole kitchen is just operating on its own magically. (laughs) 
<laughs> like the dishes yes, in the good the dishes in the sink are scrubbing themselves. There's something on the yes. stove that's stirring itself. Oh, that's perfect. When I'm in my zone in my kitchen, yeah. and mind you, I do not have a large kitchen. Okay, I have one mm-hmm. six foot counter max, and mm-hmm. there's just it's a beautiful peaceful moment when I feel like everything that I have stirring smoking frying baking is all timed perfectly all the smells are Mm -hmm. just powering me and I'm aware that I'm creating this beautiful experience that I'm going to sit down with my loved ones or by myself and really treat myself yeah Right, because that's another aspect of this whole thing, especially here with me, is that I live alone. I'm yes, <laughs> I'm not feeding anyone. Yes. I'm only feeding myself. So that can become such. It's so easy to slack because you know the first person I will let down is me. <laughs> right, totally easy to do. I I love um, people who bake their own birthday cakes. I I personally oh. love to make waffles by myself and just sit down to a huge okay. waffle breakfast. <laughs> I don't okay. know why. There are cool. just certain foods where I feel like this I need to enjoy completely on my own. <laughs> That's cute. Wait, do you have kids? Now? I do not. You I do? don't. I don't. Okay. But I hope to have them in the next few years. And that was definitely a major component in me taking a harder look at my health and overall wellness. Yeah. Cool. I love that. Well, um, I will go scope out your coaching sessions because honestly, nothing's going to get me back in that kitchen. And now that I've figured out, I can just fistful spinach into my mouth and that's the way to, get, to help myself out. I've been slacking with that, but it does need to be, it needs to be more artful than that. And um, a group sounds really fun to cook with, Kimmy. It's a really good idea. Absolutely. And, you know, even just being able to talk to you about the different foods that affect my vertigo, that is a connection that just – this couldn't have happened unless it was meant to. You know what I mean? Unless we desired it. Mm -hmm. If you didn't truly desire connecting with other people about this, you wouldn't have started this podcast I yeah. won't be talking to That's you true. after not seeing you for, mm-hmm. you know, seven years, maybe. <laughs> we'll call, we'll call it seven. It seven. I feel good. like it's been a That's decade. No but, um... God, man. No, no, it hasn't. Because I got my, my, got my, um, my license in 2014. And then I started, well, you know what? We don't even have to. We'll call it seven years because... Because it's a good sounding number, I think. (laughs) It is. It's a good number. And so how have you, I want to catch up with you just a little bit. How has your acupuncture practice been going? Well, after Heidi's, I moved out of Oakland and I moved back to the South Bay and I took a little time out and I stayed at my mom's and thought about what my next steps were going to be because it was really hard to make my own mm-hmm. practice. I just didn't know how to do business or run a business or anything. Like I, I know that I love Chinese mm-hmm. medicine and um, I love to treat, but I just was not equipped and did not have the energy after four years of grad school to like uh, set up an infrastructure and like get it mm-hmm. going. And so I got a job out in San Jose falling back on my old um, mental health treatment kind of social worky type 
mm-hmm. career. And I'm a case manager at a drug and mental health treatment mm-hmm. court. So um, that's been really cool. But poof, like four years went by. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I found like a really cute apartment. Yay. I love my neighborhood. Yeah, I love like me and my dog really like where mm-hmm. we're at right now. And you turned 40. And, um, and I'm doing that on, in oh. July. That's happening oh, in July. Yeah. I'm rounding up <laughs> so that it's not such a shock on the day that it comes. But, um, but yeah, but I have been wanting to like recommit and just like get back into doing, you know, I want to do my Chinese medicine. Um, and so I actually started my new working on my website, liminalmedicine.com mm-hmm. and um, doing some tarot card mm-hmm. reading doing some consults on acupressure and lifestyle stuff online right now. Amazing. It's been good. Yeah. Yeah. And I love collaborating with people who are doing their own thing too. Like, um, can you tell us the name of your business? Yes. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Direct folks to how to get there. Please find me on Instagram or my website is called Keto with Kimmy, K-I-M-M-I. And there's a link to my course, my group coaching program on my website or my Instagram. So it's pretty easy to find me. Okay. I'm going to find you. And I will also figure out, because, you know, I'm new to this podcast game, but it's sharpening every day. I will find out if there's a way to create links for you or something like that. Oh, in the show thank you so much. I'm just, I'm just okay. so excited to continue listening to you on this path and, I have no doubts that all the perfect yummy people are are, are going to be attracted to you and get this huge group <laughs> of community going. Oh, I would be cool if we could do like a vertigo uh, cook, like cooking class. Oh my goodness. That's like a vertigo genius, group. Vanessa. It's happening. <laughs> okay. We're going to collab. Absolutely. It's no, it's, it's no yes. big deal. It's no big deal. <laughs> All right, Kimmy. Well, thank you so much for being my first guest. You are just wonderful. And I can't wait to talk to you more after this. Let's not be strangers, please. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a good night.